Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mother's Day is May 12th. I repeat, Mother's Day is May 12th. Let's not forget it. Our moms are the most important thing on this earth. And Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom so easy. You can shop by price. You can do 25 and under or 100 and under. You can shop all categories, fragrance, handbags, gift lists. You can even get gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. And there's stuff for grandma, there's stuff for aunts. There's always top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect Mother's Day gift. And remember, Mother's Day is May 12th. This episode of Giggly Squad is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. It is definitely allergy season, and if you're someone that suffers from allergies, then I'm really sorry that spring is a huge struggle for you. I'm going to be honest, it's kind of fun for the rest of us, but I know what it's like living with someone with allergies. Craig has the absolute worst allergies, and that's why he loves coming to New York City. It's literally concrete. One thing I do as a good girlfriend is always have Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues. They're hypoallergenic and allergist approved, so you can attack watery eyes and battle runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. We are very into our skincare routine, so we're not going to let anything mess it up. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Sup, Gigglers? Gary, fix the Wi-Fi. Manifest that shit. We can't be managed. I mean, the day just got away from me. What is up, my greasy gigglers? Even if you're not Italian, you've been listening to this pod long enough that olive oil is coming out of your skin at this point. You're you're adding it into your skin routine. Wait, I have to unbutton my jeans. You made fun of me yesterday for unbuttoning my jeans. I actually didn't. I was the only one that didn't. Actually, you're so right. But you didn't stand up for me. That's right. Okay. So I was an accomplice. (laughs) You're right. I didn't even leave you a little Sierra was yet. like, are you seriously opening your jeans right now? And I hadn't even eaten anything. You're also I was in like, the comfort of Sierra's home. Like, if there's any place to unbutton your jeans, it's in someone's home. First of all, so awkward, so weird. Me, Hannah, and Sierra hung out all day yesterday. Never in the history of our friendship. There wasn't even, we, like, a reason. No, there, there wasn't was even, no, like, a meeting. It, no, I went over to Sierra's house at 12, and then you texted. Actually, let's talk about this. You texted Sierra and said, hey, I'm with my cousin Kara. Do you want to go to brunch? And I looked at my phone. I said, "Mm, bone dry. (laughs) Bone dry. I don't like brunch. I don't enjoy a pancake. In what universe are you going to hang out with me all week? I know you're sick of me. Would you have gone to brunch? No. (laughs) But you wanted to be invited. Yeah, but I wanted to be invited. I was like, that's so weird. Tell that little bitch to just come over here. And then then I was like, absolutely we did not move from the couch for six hours, maybe eight hours. We drank alcohol and pizza as if we were hungover. I tried to take a hit of weed. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I had to ask Paige how to do it like I was in no. fourth grade. First of all, it was an alternate universe. Hannah walks into Sierra's house and she's like, I have gifts. And I'm like, I don't want your shitty PR that you don't want. She thought I was going to give her like a moisturizer that I got from <laughs> Dwayne Reed. And she pulled out these like little pre-rolled joints. So I was like, oh, we should smoke them. So we lit one up. Me and Sierra smoked it. <laughs> Hannah was like so against it. She couldn't do it. And I was like, take literally one inhale. Paige, I just got there. If I had gotten a weird high, then I would have ruined the day, the entire Saturday. I look at the box. It's not even weed. <laughs> <laughs> was it, it CBG or it something? It said CBG, which who knows I what it, that even is. Yeah. We CB Gigglers. <laughs> and so you smoked it you go i'm just relaxed right now yeah i didn't feel it actually felt great my body was so relaxed mm-hmm. but my head was still like living in the moment like i could understand what people are saying mm-hmm. but most of the time when i do smoke weed i like to get dumb that's yeah. why i smoke weed see i don't like to get dumb because i'm like if something happens like an apocalypse i need to figure out how to get out of the situation oh, no, I'm done. I'm a me- <laughs> You're like, take me out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait one second. Yep, I'm ready. Why do I immediately <laughs> feel like I'm going to have to solve a math problem the second I get high? I'm like, oh no, if a math problem comes up right now, I'm not going to be able to carry the one. <laughs> like, I don't think at all. I mean, all day I'm just making up scenarios in my head. But you smoke weed to escape those problems. But like, what if those problems don't escape and you're not capable of solving them because you're high as a dum-dum? No, there have been times, I can't think of one right now, but there have been times where I've gotten high and something's happened and I've been like, fuck, I'm too high, high to deal with this and right now. you can't now. get unhigh. You, <laughs> you can't get drink unhigh. When you, you could sober up when like yeah. something bad happens, you're like, okay, we need to focus. But anything that has arisen like that, just know I have laughed through the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. Jesus has risen. <laughs> Giggly Squad we trust. Everyone wants us to make a t-shirt of Giggly Squad we trust. We should, but we, okay, so also with us hanging out, we were with um, Hannah's cousin Kara, and she said a line that Um. became the antithesis of our being, and she was complaining about someone, and she ended the the conversation with, and she didn't even leave a lasagna on my stoop, and me and Hannah just stopped dead in our tracks, and we were like, how dare she? (laughs) How? She disrespects you and then she doesn't bring a lasagna to your door to apologize. And from now on, <laughs> I'm just going to send you lasagnas at random time. And Sierra's from Atlanta. Like, we're like three New York Italians yeah, we were talking. Like, no, and we were I was like, like, no lasagna. No lasagna. <laughs> she had Sunday dinner. She made a lasagna but didn't leave didn't, one for no, you. No tray? No. no tr- not even with utensils on the side? No. Just put you it on the stoop. Don't even say hi to me. Just leave a lasagna. Do you want to know something? A mutual friend of mine and Craig's had a tragedy in her life i didn't even say anything to craig he made a lasagna brought it to their house i was like in what world kim <laughs> is shaking right now no, kim is so she, proud he was like oh i should probably make them a lasagna and i was like yeah duh. but sierra literally <laughs> from the south was like yep y'all are fucking crazy yeah. and we were like you've never no one ever gave you a lasagna during a hard time it's an italian's casserole it's like a cake 
It's yeah. like a I'm sorry cake yes. for Italians. <laughs> a layered We don't cake. send we don't send get well soon cards. We don't send sympathy. I'm not gonna we say send to lasagna. Your face. <laughs> no. I'm not coming over because you don't want people all around. That is the difference between like waspy people and Italians. Like if a tragedy happens, wasps I feel like gather mm-hmm. and they like go over to that person's house or and whatever. They say like fake stuff like when's your yes. tea time tomorrow? Yeah, like, oh my gosh, such a tragedy. John was a great man. And no one can cry. You know, Italians, they all drive in the driveway. Someone's in the car driving. The mom jumps out. I don't want to bother you. Here's the lasagna. Call me if you need me. And then they leave. We, like we're a here for you person. if you need us. I'm here for you. But in the meantime, take don't. Tommy's got soccer. And then, you know, the, all this stuff. And then but the I'm here. And going to be like, oh, oh, you don't need to leave. Yes, I'm leaving. The la- you have to act like you don't want the lasagna, and too. The, you oh, that, you oh, you can't, can't take it. it. No. If you take it on the first. That is also such an Italian thing. If you're out to dinner with Italians <laughs> and someone offers to pay the bill and you say yes. Just know that car ride home is, <laughs> and did you hear him say, oh, yeah, okay. Like, we owe you dinner. <laughs> like, we, the amount of times I feel like I've been in the car with my family as, like, a child, and I've heard them say, and did you see how quick he took that check? <laughs> did you see, did you see how quick he was well, letting us pay? You're supposed to go into a physical altercation <laughs> yes. to pay for the bill. And then, also, if you stop when you're hungry... <laughs> That's an assault on Italian culture. Yeah. If my nana gives you food and you say, no, I'm good. She goes, you don't like the pasta? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, I had two, two servings. Then you've put her in an awkward position because she now has to think of other things she could make you. <laughs> yeah. So you've ruined her day. You've given her extra work to do. So just eat what she gives you. And if you even like, let's say you have a pasta with like some broccoli, you don't eat all the broccoli. Was the broccoli not good? You don't like broccoli? You don't like the broccoli? You should eat it. I it's good for you. It is good for you. But also, I would have made you my fagioli if, your mom's if there. you didn't Look, like it. Did you know Hannah doesn't eat broccoli? Nobody told me <laughs> she doesn't eat the broccoli. Are you sure you don't want, is it is too much olive oil? There is a Sebastian Maniscalco like part in one of his stand-ups that is so <laughs> pure and true. If you walk into someone else's house, like... Like, I would classify Craig's family as, like, a very normal American American family. Homegrown. Homegrown, just sweet as pie. If you walk into an Italian household and, like, you haven't seen your parents, they could say anything at any moment in front of people. So Sebastian has this thing where, like, if you walk into your household and you smell a little, everyone in the house knows. Like, your dad will be like, Kim, I think I think she stinks. Does she stink? Like, smell her. Does she smell? But, like, in an American family, like, they don't know what's going on in anyone's life where Italians know Well, they everything. have boundaries. They have boundaries. <laughs> They'd be like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, they find a good time to pull you aside. Italians be like, Uncle Joe could smell you from across the room. (laughs) Uncle Joe's about to have a fucking heart attack because he can't breathe in through his nose. What are you, a natural deodorant? That's bullshit. (laughs) Obviously, you can't handle it. Aluminum? What is that? Yeah. My one girlfriend went home one year for Christmas and said to her mom, like, I'm no longer eating dairy. And the mom was like, well, you no longer eat here then. (laughs) 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 And I just felt like... My family had one of one of my friends came for Thanksgiving and he's like vegan, non-dairy, non like gluten, all this shit. My mom goes, I literally have nothing for you. I have nothing to give you. <laughs> no, I dated a guy who was kosher. Yeah. And that means he can't have cheese and meat together. Which is, what's the point of living? <laughs> so I was like, well, you could do the eggplant parmesan, but 
if she always makes it with the chicken parmesan yeah and you can't like, just have the eggplant parmesan because that's disrespectful to the chicken <laughs> <laughs> the first time i ever found out what kosher was i was on a date i was like <laughs> 23 24 and i was with this jewish guy he took me to an italian restaurant it was our first date they brought over a charcuterie board mm-hmm. i hassled this man for 30 minutes i was like you gotta eat the prosciutto in the same bite as, as the, the provolone like what are you doing yeah. and he was like no, no no i don't really but then he said i'm kosher and i was like what does that mean you know and then he explained it to me and i said i just don't see this going I don't see anywhere why god <laughs> would not want you to enjoy a bacon egg right. and cheese sandwich in the morning like, after a hangover is, this is amazing they can't eat they don't eat lobster they don't eat bottom feeder fish which honestly is classy as fuck they're like, yeah. if you eat from the floor. But also, isn't shrimp cocktail classy? It's like, where do we draw the line? Very true. Like, isn't my pussy classy? Like, like <laughs> eat the bottom feeder. <laughs> I actually feel like most of the Jewish guys that I have slept with do not go down on girls. But I don't want to put that as a stigma across all of them. We don't want to stigmatize because um, Jewish men are ultimately the goal. Ultimately, the make the best husbands. That's what they say. Yeah. But who's to say? You know? Wow, I feel like we are um, <sighs> that was a lot. the Sopranos. No, we just got in millennial girls' bodies. So intense. That was really intense. So intense. Um, okay, oh. I have a few a few things. Let's go. I feel like we should have a sound that we like correlate when we have like new ick unlocked. <gasps> yeah, like where you're just like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Ew. And a new ick that I have that has recently been unlocked for me. And it's not so much for the girls. It's really, although I don't love it when the girls do it too, but when guys are buying blue check marks. Ew! We have not discussed this at all. First of all, Jeremy, with your 200 followers, we don't need to know that that's the real you. You know, we don't care. It's giving I'm a founder on a dating app and i'm like what did you find your mom's apartment yeah like it's the basement of your mom's house no i can't i physically can't do it also i want to know the strategy of it because this happened my friend her ex-boyfriend she broke up with him Mm -hmm. next day he has a blue check mark (laughs) like right along the Mm -hmm. time that everyone was getting blue check marks also twitter i don't know if you check because you don't really go on twitter no I don't either, but I, got no, I kept getting this notification, like, you're going to lose your blue check mark. And I'm like, who did I piss off? Like, yeah, what like, did I say? Who's banning me? Who's, yeah. Whatever. But I kind of didn't care. But then I realized yeah. they took everyone's blue check mark away. Okay. And you have to, like, Beyonce lost their check mark. So then I was feeling like, well, me and Beyonce have, do have yeah. a lot in common now. Simpatico. Simpatico. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not fucking blind blue check mark. But the whole point of blue check marks is so, like, when people, if people try to impersonate you. Yeah. And, like, someone DMs you, like, hey, I'm Hannah Burner. I'm having trouble. Can you leave? Four hundred dollars on my stoop. Right, it, it's like a protective thing. Yeah, but y- you said you've been now seeing blue check marks everywhere. Everywhere, and it's I'm just so confused by it, and I just think like the men. I dated a guy one time who was very obsessed with getting a blue check mark. Yeah, and it gave me the ick then, and I had like just received mine, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting a blue check mark like after we broke up because he like met someone at Facebook Mm -hmm. and I to this day thought like I would never get back together with him because because he got that blue check mark after and I was like I just think it's weird that you want it so bad I want a man that doesn't even know what a blue check mark is yeah like that's ideal seriously but then part of me is like 
go off sis like, like i saw a few girls who had like small businesses who got blue checks yes. i'm here for well, you that's legitimate you have a business yeah i'm here for you having a blue check i'm yeah. here for you buying it but like Dylan, who like just graduated college, I don't need you. To, I don't need to know you, Dylan. Also, like if you're a, a mom that's just leaving hate comments on my page, yeah, because I say pussy too much, and you th- said that I need to lose weight, and then I click on your page, and your first line is, "Be nice to other people." Yeah, it's like a Psalm f- and fourteen seventeen, and yeah. you have an infant who looks pretty fucking chubby, but no one's saying anything. Wait, Hannah, you and I have been talking about ugly babies a lot recently. <laughs> I've become so um okay i have a beautiful niece yes so i have like this i've never been i was ugly when i was a baby how do you know that you saw pictures of yourself or someone told you that my brother was like blue eye like big earlobes big lips little tiny nose the cutest well basically i know the reaction i got when i was born yep and when he was born it was different yeah you don't know what this feels like no i didn't have hair until i was two so, like, something was happening with me as a baby. But, <laughs> I was like, when am I hair cycling? <laughs> you know? But when babies have too much hair, I'm kind of like, okay, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and my mom used to put these, like, headbands on me so that people knew I was a girl. Because I just, like, couldn't grow hair. Well, your mom would probably be so mad if someone misgendered you. No, literally. Like, she's a princess! There is a moment. You've never watched Marvelous Missile, Mrs. Maisel. Watch the first two seasons. Okay, in the early season, she used to measure her daughter's like calves and ankles <gasps> and like to see like how she was progressing and I was like oh my god that's so crazy and my mom started laughing and I was like what, something you'd like to share with the class <laughs> and she goes I was so nervous when you were a baby that you were gonna have like the ugliest <laughs> legs and like cankles and it would literally I would cry to my mom that you were gonna have like oh she was like, because I have stunning legs. And so we couldn't understand where you were getting it from. But when babies have like rolls on their thighs, <laughs> yeah. it's the cutest thing ever. Yeah, I think it was but a But then roll. society turns on you and goes, if you have a roll on your thigh. Yeah. Like, well, it was cute when I was two. Yeah. You know? So anyway. So anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Lois is really pretty. Like a woman messaged me. She was like, hey, I'm a pediatrician. Yeah. And I see babies every day. The ugly babies every This baby day. is stunning. And I'm taking full credit like she's my baby. Yeah. Like I'm like, I know my jeans. I know. I can't wait for the moment that we actually do have babies and like know if they're good looking or not. Well, like are we going to tell there. each other like your baby is so cute. <laughs> like, I, I leave a lasagna after you give birth. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I wake up with a lasagna outside and I go, motherfucking bitch. <laughs> so sorry she came out like an alien. <laughs> that was the first time I remembered being bullied as a child. I'll never forget it. It was like my one of my first core memories. I was in third grade, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in the gym before we like went to class. It was like the kids that got dropped off like kind of early. And you were still bald? No, I wasn't <laughs> bald. I think I was like a pretty cute kid. I don't even think I had started modeling yet, but people knew I was like a cute kid. But you don't know that you're a cute kid. Yeah. And I remember this one girl, her name was Sarah, and she said- Last name. I can't remember, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, I'm not trying to have the gigglers come for her. (laughs) She said to me, you know why it's not good that you're pretty now? And I said, why? And she said, because you're going to be ugly when you get older. And I remember being like a seven-year-old being like, wait, am I ugly? Like, am I going to be ugly? Like going home and crying to my mom. 
girls are so savage because no, that was savage. a diss that's gonna stay with you it's for life stuck with me forever like, to like, this day sarah's checking your instagram like it's coming <laughs> yeah it's each coming. year i would get older i was like when's it coming it's, co- it's hitting it's literally hitting this year like fucking sarah manifested she left a bomb and it's ticking yeah holy shit speaking of being pretty we didn't we went on stiff socks podcast yes. and we talked about it for a second you guys should listen to the stiffs i was socks so pod. nervous being around heterosexual men but they were like very welcoming yeah they were nice they were more scared of us than we were of them which i love i was getting sassy with them like yeah, whenever they'd point at me i'd be like put your finger down <laughs> and then no they w- they're funny though they're so trevor's cute. so quick like i don't think i've met someone as quick humor as he has so if you want to like snort a line of cocaine and listen to <laughs> stiff socks giggly squad but we talked about one of okay i'm gonna this is intense wow i'm so interested i'm talking about my photo oh <laughs> <laughs> so i we got our makeup done all the time yeah. i got my makeup done the artist was like really talented mm-hmm. and i looked i look good stunning and she took a photo and then she sent me she sent it to me yep. like an hour later and i looked at it and i looked incredible i mean like truly like taking i was like do i need to get a like maybelline campaign yeah like it was like has chris jenner seen this because she would do wonders am i related to the kardashians yeah like what's happening and then i look at it a little longer and i'm like wait a second (laughs) something's off and i look to my best friend and i say Paige, is this photo edited (laughs) not one millisecond (laughs) went by and she goes absolutely that's not you and i said thank you for taking me down to earth for a second because for a second i thought i was gorgeous i think i started laughing and i was like who is she who is that so we realized (laughs) that this photo was subtly facetuned yes but it subtly though subtly to the point that you know you see something you're like "Mm, they they made their boobs bigger oh they made their nose little yeah i don't know what she did yeah but it was to the point where i was like should I even be friends with Paige? She's kind of like not that cute. Like I should align myself with different people at this point. So you were ready to bring that photo into the nearest plastic surgeon and be like, whatever she did to this, do to my face. So I sent it to my mom and my mom goes, you look so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And part of me loves it. And then part of me is like, but it's not me. And I wish my mom knew that <laughs> I don't look like that. I sent it to my husband. He goes, you look great. Send it to my Nana and she goes, I know beauty is not the most important thing and you hate when we talk about your beauty, but you're so beautiful. Make sure you bring that makeup artist everywhere because it's going to be great for your career. You're gorgeous and you look just like your Nana. So I'm sitting there and I'm having a lot of emotions right now because I'm like, how do these, my own family. You're literally getting gaslit by your entire family. I like, I'm so happy that they think I'm hot, but I also feel like a scammer. Like yeah. I feel like. Joanne the scammer. Joanne the scammer. <laughs> literally. For real. And then I'm. I posted on my story and I'm getting all these responses like you look amazing. Yep. So, you know, like that's a grid pose. Yeah, for sure. But then I look at Paige and I say, this goes against everything I've ever believed in <laughs> to post this and say, this is what we're I learning. Look like. We're growing. We're changing. I'm going to make someone else feel less pretty than me. Yeah. When this is not how pretty I actually am. Yeah. So I posted it. <laughs> <laughs> Got 50,000 likes. Nana was right. Great for my career. It hit. Fucking crush. 70,000. Not that we're counting. Let's But go. I was doing a social experiment. I was like, because the fact of the matter is, is that a majority of these girls that are posting looking gorgeous all the time. Yeah. Do this to their face. Mm-hmm. What I did. 
And then you start feeling like, wait. But if I always posted like that, I'd be embarrassed for people to see me in person. There is an Instagram account that I follow that shows like all these celebrity red carpet pictures that are unedited and then they show the version the that the celebrity image. posted yes it is so humbling and just by following that account i can't even think of what the name of the account is i'll I follow find all it. of them yeah instagram versus reality yes. is like what it's i think it's what it's called yes it I'd is be famous such a, by dana shows like this plastic surgery it makes you feel so much better about yourself because yes. you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it is fine to have like a little texture on my skin. I'm not legitimately poreless. But it's also crazy. Like you I haven't even noticed my fake freckles. I mean, we've been sitting here for ten minutes, and you haven't even said anything about them. Wait, they look so natural. I didn't notice. Well, on Sundays, we're recording this pod on Sundays. <laughs> on Sundays is the day that like all my makeup PR stuff is like when I'll try it. Because in case I hate it or, like, it doesn't look good, it's, like, whatever, it's a Sunday. Wait, you're so organized. Sometimes I'm very organized. Yeah. And so today I was, like, I'm going to try a little Give it a shout out because it looks so It was just on Amazon, but everyone talks about Freck, like, the, like, Mm -hmm. one that all the girls are using. But Mm -hmm. this was just, like, a random, it looks like a magic marker from Amazon. (laughs) This side I didn't let dry fast enough, so this side's not as good as this side, but if you want to zoom in. But you know what's crazy is I've, because... I've always played tennis and I'd always get sun on my cheeks. I get yeah. so many freckles. Yeah. And it was never considered cute. I Okay. When the f- trend first started, and I want to say it started like two years ago, I did it. And then I had this like Bravo blogger like really make fun of me for it. For fake freckles or having freckles? For fake freckles. And I got so insecure. There's a thin line between a freckle and a potentially cancerous sunspot correct and i had fake freckles i wear my spf and i got (laughs) so insecure that she had like done this whole post about it and like whatever that i stopped using them you realize that people critiquing you can affect your creativity yes it was affecting my creativity and then like recently i was like wait i'm gonna let this girl who means nothing to me affect my creativity and then i was like i'm doing fake freckles today do you so you don't get any freckles with the sun no i do but i feel like i because my makeup like covers it up when i put concealer on you can't ever see them i have to go like bare face to see my freckles I'm so sorry for not immediately acknowledging Thank it you. when I sat down, but it was rainy today and I've yeah, just been kind of off. No, it's been crazy. But I'm really sorry. No, why is it like that in New York City when it rains? It's as if we we think we're going to handle an apocalypse. Also, when it rains, for whatever reason, I don't know why I'm like Mrs. Rebellious, but I refuse Re- refuse, refuse to, to use, use an, an umbrella. umbrella. Like, Refuse. I walk outside, everyone's in umbrellas, and I'm like, yeah. pussy bitches. Yeah, I'm like, run. But then it's, like, all <laughs> over me, and I'm like, ah, and then, I'm such a masochist. Anyone, anywhere you walk into, you're like, no, it's pouring. And, and everyone's like, like, yeah, no, we know. We umbre- have umbrellas. Umbrella. I'm just like, this is the fight I have to fight today. And then I'm trying to text, and my phone is just wet. Water. And I'm just, like, sending the wrong things to the wrong people, and I'm just a mess. But then you just kind of love it, because it's not your fault. You're like, it's you're the like, rain. I, let me go full Drew Barrymore. I fully put all my anxiety into the rain like I have no problems except the rain I'm like if yeah. the rain just would stop, stop I would be have everything together and I don't know why I complain so much because I go from Uber to Uber Uber to establishment to Uber and I'm like I can't with the weather so I was gonna walk pick you up iced coffee and then I realized it was like legit raining yeah and I was like I have to get an Uber and then the Uber was taking forever so I'm fucked up what a day what a fucking what day a literal day speaking of wet hair I want to apologize again 
to the academy and you for gaslighting us make gaslighting you yeah. and making fun of your hair journey yeah because i recently got stuck on a tiktok where tiktok is so cool because it makes it so accessible like if i read like a long article i'd be like this is highbrow this is not me no i get my medical information from watching multiple tiktok videos. i've never finished an article like i don't know where girls got their information before but when i'm i'm a visual person so if a girl's like look my hair used to be dry yep I and now it's mask, not i put it on i put it in a bun i went to sleep i woke up now it's gorgeous i'm like i i went off my that. birth control because of tiktok I have to say, guys, I don't know if it's because I got off my birth control or on Prozac, but I have so much more energy. Yeah. I'll think like, oh, you have to get up and like get the mail. Normally I'd be like, I can't. No, I can't. And now I get up and get the mail and then I sit back down. I woke up yesterday on a Saturday morning. And went to Sierra's. And 930 showered, opened my umbrella and walked to Sierra's. But you haven't been on birth control for a long time. So I have been on it for... Well, really, like, since I started dating Craig. So for, like, almost two years. See, this, is, this makes it hard because there's too many variables. Are you depressed because you're dating Craig? <laughs> Are you depressed because of the birth control? But someone told me in a crowd because I asked about birth control, and they were like, M- I can't do birth control. And I was like, why? And she goes, because it makes me depressed. Yeah. And now I think my birth control is making me depressed. I think it does. I think it makes me depressed, too. I don't want to say I was, like, in a full depression, but. That's what people say when. They were I felt depression. like I was very numb to a lot of things that were happening. Like something would happen and I would just be like, cool, I don't care. Yeah. Where like I should have cared about that or like would have cared. But I was just like, I don't give a flying fuck, which is my personality in general. I yeah. don't care about a lot of shit. Yeah. But but you care about like, I, stupid shit. Yeah. But I felt like, oh, I'm really like desensitized. Yeah. To a lot of things that are happening. You like, just to don't me. care. Yeah. And I'm that's just, like that's mm-hmm. kind of depression. Mode. So I don't know if it's. And I don't want to tell the Googlers to get off their birth control, but I feel like pull out. I literally was just like, I I am 30 years old. I'll just use a condom. No. Like an adult. Don't use a condom. But use the Flow app. You know the Flow yeah. app? It tells you like when you're ovulating. Yeah. So during those times, maybe use a condom. But then the rest of the whole month, just have them pull out. Yeah. I mean, I do that anyway, being <laughs> on birth control. Yeah. But like... I'm like less scared. It's so crazy as you get older. I'm less scared of getting pregnant because it's like, bitch, <laughs> you, you should have it. Like, because I feel could like have you it. consciously will not be like, I want to have a kid. It has to just like happen. It'll just to happen. You. But I'm more concerned about like my well being, my mental health already. Like, I've only been off of it for two weeks already. I feel l- like my body is my body. Like, I felt like I was having, like, a disassociation with my body when I would look at it in the mirror. I'd be like, that's not me. But now being off my birth control, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, that's what I look like. You got, And I was on low estrogen, low – I was on low adjustral, it was called, and it was very low hormones. So, why does it – hormones? Low hormones. (laughs) It was also French. (laughs) The hormones. (laughs) Hannah was on a different – Hannah was on French girl birth control. That sounds like a hot guy you'd meet on Raya. I'm hormones. (laughs) I'm a DJ. <laughs> he bought a blue check. <laughs> Hormone <laughs> bought a blue check for sure. And his real name is just Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he wears a beanie and he wears like those short pants, like the guys in Brooklyn with like high socks. And the beanie that like just is at the very tip of his head. He keeps like he keeps like teetering on like if he should grow a mustache or not. He also has never listened to a Taylor Swift song. He only listens to indie bands. Yes. <laughs> 
his ex was in an indie band and he would like follow them like to different places and he in the smoked East cbg yes <laughs> i love this guy and he has real he's freckles. fluid sexually fluid he has real freckles he's fluid. and occasionally he has like a tarot card reading just for fun yes and he carries, carries a knapsack but he calls it a knapsack <laughs> And he has rings. So many rings. But like rings. vintage rings. Yes. And he doesn't acknowledge the rings ever. And it's like, why do you have 10 rings on your His hand? His parents are both lawyers in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to Equinox four times a week. Oh, I love hormones. I love hormones. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So anyhow. I was on low hormones. And I s- <laughs> I've been on it since I think I was like 20. So that's yeah, 10 that's fucking years. That's a long And I have to say, time. girls, these last 10 years have not been easy. I've, no. I've definitely felt like... I always thought it was because I got mono when I was 18. <laughs> You've chalked up the past 10 years to mono. To mono. My, well, my mom will be like, well, you did have mono that year, and I feel like you were never the same after. But I think <laughs> we always say that because I was like a happy running around. Then the world just fucking No, it's literally, the yeah, it's the world. It's the world? Yeah. So uh, we can't just put all our problems I into the rain of birth I always think control? about like how confident I used to be like in the beginning of college, and then I'm like, what? happened and i think you just like open your eyes to the world and you're like wait this place sucks <laughs> everyone that's sucks what turning 30 is it's not that you're like more confident you just don't have the energy to be insecure anymore no. that's what it is you're just I'm like, like i don't give a shit what this like, bitch thinks of me. Like, i don't have time to worry about her like i'm just trying to make it to the next <laughs> day no, literally life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs united healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs no deductibles no enrollment periods and especially no more what ifs visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school and get smoothing you know where. And they have straps that actually stay on. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, They put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support is absolutely guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck in between two cup sizes that don't really fit you. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your first order with code podcast15. I am so happy that it's spring. Spring is actually probably my favorite season. Winter is too cold. Summer is too much pressure. But spring just, I love doing spring cleaning. I love getting rid of things. I love starting a workout routine. You guys know that I've been trying to work out more and more. So I have the best news ever, and it's that Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm and to tap into your power and build towards your summer. 
Peloton has classes for everyone. If you only want to do something for five minutes, then Peloton has something for you. If you want to try yoga or if you want to do a walking class, then Peloton has it for you. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. I like that when you do like a few workouts and you know which one's your favorite, they just like automatically give you more exactly like that. I feel like it just keeps your fitness journey fresh for every day. So get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Right? I'm fighting for my I'm trying to survive here. You were so scared to turn 30. Now so that you've scared. been in it for a long time now. Um, how do you feel? I still hate it. You hate it? Yeah. Um, I am gradually liking it. Like, I love being like, bitch, I'm in my fucking 30s. Who are you? What are you going to say to me? Like, yeah. stuff like that. Like, I like... <laughs> fighting people (laughs) I do feel I do feel like what you're saying is true I you have less time and you're tired to be insecure like I don't think I turned 30 and I was like I know all the answers to all the questions I had no it's I just don't care I just think your 20s also it's like so much expectation when let's just be honest you were a dumb teenager then you turn 20 and then you're supposed to be like the hottest coolest person you've ever been and i'm like i still like can't read a book wait i forgot to tell you this story and i'm so maybe i did tell you or maybe i told craig doesn't matter either way so i'm on instagram one night and francesca from chicks in the office Mm -hmm. has like stories she's i love how you call her francesca i call her franny in my head. Uh, yeah oh my god Fran. I, but i own but i call her fran to her face but i feel like when i'm referring to her i say you francesca do her business name. it makes me sound makes me sound more interesting yes. that her name is francesca <laughs> <laughs> you know so i fully use her for it i'm like oh francesca, francesca hangs out with hormone on the weekend i do wait i do the same thing with one of my girlfriends her name is sam but when i refer to her i only say samantha See, I call you Peggy. <laughs> now, every time I get into an Uber and they say, like, if they dare say Paige, I'm like, I don't know her. Um, okay, so I'm on Instagram one night. She's at, like, a Brooklyn Nets game, whatever. She's taking a video of a man, like, being like, what is this guy wearing on his sh- feet? You know those, like, crazy knee-high boots that look like... The red ones, like yeah, a cartoon. that look like a cartoon. There's this guy at the basketball game wearing these boots in yellow. Yes. And she's like, what are these? Like, what is going on? I'm staring at the video. I'm like, I know this man. Like, oh, my God, I recognize this man. Like, I like zooming in, waiting for him to turn around so I can see his face. It's my ex-boyfriend from a trillion years ago. I'm fully blocked on everything. Have not seen him. Have not spoken to him. Don't know what's happening in this his life. This is the first time I'm seeing him on Francesca from Chicks And he's, like, wiling out. He's, like... There, he's on the court. Like, he must have had court side. He did always get randomly, like, good basketball tickets. I don't know why. He was on the court. It's, like, either halftime or a break or the game's over or something. And he's acting walking, a fool. acting a fool, walking around in these boots. I immediately DM her. I'm like, you have no idea what this just did for my self-esteem at a third, as a 30-year-old well, woman. Well, I was ask, did it make you feel like, oh, shoot, he's having fun out at a basketball game? Or you were like... No, this man is the reason I have the career that I have. And I... You said something about it last night, and I was like, I forgot to tell this story. Hannah and I love, if there's one thing we die for, it's when things come out of revenge. (laughs) And we have our careers that we have 
because of ex-boyfriends telling us we would never have it. <laughs> the only reason I went on reality TV was he said to me, if you go on this reality show, I will never talk to you ever again. I literally signed my contract the next day because I was like, this, uh, that's not, this man's not saying that to me. I'm so obsessed And so with seeing that. him on her Instagram story, I was just like, oh my God. Whatever gives you motivation, I don't care what it is. Yeah. As, as long as you're not hurting other people, yeah. as long as it motivates you to be better. Yes. I love the thing where it's like, oh, you're going to be an asshole. Now I have to change career paths, yep. become your boss, yep. and like, fire I didn't you. even want to do this. You're making me do it. No, like my whole stand-up career, <laughs> let's just say <laughs> I need to prove born to some people. <laughs> born out of revenge. Born out of and revenge. Then you, but then once you're in it, you don't know where to stop. And sometimes you take it too far. Yeah. But like, if you love it, then it's like, thank you. Sometimes the universe does that to you to make yeah, you find your path. You. So you saw him acting a fool, and you, how did you feel? I just started laughing. I was like, oh my god, what are the chances that Fran is videoing this guy? Yeah. I haven't seen him in years. I know Francesca. Like, I DM'd her immediately. I was like, this is just so meta right now. And there is something to be said. If you are the ex that he has to block to live the rest of his life, that's Honey. the sauce. No. That's the fu- you have the fucking sauce. I'm sorry. If my husband if my- or boyfriend has one girl yeah. that's blocked and like she didn't, you're suspicious. Like, she didn't like put a fire to your home. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? If I have exes that haven't blocked me, I take it as a fail. I've failed wow. <laughs> in whatever has happened. See, the exes that I'm not blocked, I'm like, oh, like, it was a sweet, they're just, like, good guys. Yeah. But the ones that blocked me, I'm like, oh, you have some deep fucked up shit that, like, you can't even see my face when, yeah. like, I didn't I didn't cheat on you. I didn't yep. do anything. I just was like, this is not good for me anymore. Yeah. I told you about yourself. I put a mirror to your fucking face. I and now you're running around with yeah. little red boots. You're mad because I told you all about yourself. But that is crazy that, like, you can't see him anywhere, which is so healthy. I highly recommend. I mean, when we first broke up, I definitely, like, seeked out his Instagram. But I'm talking, like, I've been blocked for seven, over seven years. Ooh, you did it. You did a toll on him. Yeah. And it feels good. But so you didn't (laughs) block him. No, I think I definitely at one point blocked him. But then I tried to unblock him. And then I was still blocked. It's like a whole thing. I think Instagram was like, we get it. You two should probably not. Like, we were always constantly blocking, unblocking. And then one day I just, we couldn't unblock. Instagram is petty as fuck. Yeah, they're like, we get, you guys calm down. (laughs) But then if you're not blocked, Instagram will show you them every Every fucking day. Yeah. Or like, this person liked this photo with them. Like, Instagram doesn't know how to decipher who you like love and hate. They just know who you are interested in. I have so many people muted. It's... So my thing is I actually have no, I have zero people. I have like trolls that I blocked, but zero people that I know in my life blocked. Oh. But I do have people I've blocked over the phone. Like their number. Yeah. So I have. Okay. I'm the that opposite. I, blo- I, have no I don't want blo- them to be able to reach me, yeah. but I do I want like you to follow my life. I feel like I have some life. people, like f- I have blocked people for you on my own account. You know what's so funny? Because I have people messaging me being like, hey, can Paige unblock me? I don't know what I did. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. you did something. Did you say something about me? I have a lot of people. If I get mean comments in my Instagram, like, and I see them and they're about you, I'm like, mm, blocked. Because sometimes it'll be you. like, Paige, we love you, but we don't like your friend. And I'm like, and now you're blocked because you don't love me because she's half of me. 
That was the most loyal thing you've ever said. That is I so feel like I have some of your exes blocked. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Wait, you do. Because you see it and you're just like, I don't I'm like, see oh, this. I'm done with this guy. I'm so done see, with no, this guy. I can't block my exes because I thrive on when I need the like dopamine Motivation. Hit, I go on my page and I imagine them looking at my page. Yeah. Oh, I do that And all I the have time. to look. But if I've blocked them, they can't look at my page. And that's what... When you're Gets waking you up in the morning, you don't want to go to that meeting. You don't want to practice. You think, I need to ruin his day today. Yeah. And you no, go. And for people who are like, mm, you didn't move on. Oh, honey, I am moved on. This is just a little extra This dopamine. is just a little this fire just, under my ass. Yeah, this is just a little but this is like But this is like a friend who you fucking hate, who you're like, look, I don't want to hate them anymore, but I would, I know they wish the worst for me. Yeah. So now I have to shine so fucking bright that yeah, I blind them. Yeah, and those people them. are muted. Yes, I do have. I don't like unfollowing people. I feel like because I just don't want to ever be caught in that moment where they're like, "No, I'm not an unfollower." You, I wouldn't unfollow. I love a mute. Yeah, it's nice to like clean out your timeline every now and then for it's energies. So nice. It, it's all energy. No, it really is. Where I'm like, I don't need that person coming to my page and seeing where I am, what I'm doing. You're not. You don't but get also, it. Also, sometimes I don't want to go Finsta. into their life. Like, I yeah. do not need to be put into this. Like, how your brain works and no. putting it onto me. Like, it's like a, a coffee that you didn't ask for. Honestly, I think growth is. Me and my girlfriends used to have like a Finsta where we would go. We like all have the username and password, and we would go on and like stalk people that we didn't want. It was mainly for guys and like ex-girlfriends or new girlfriends where we didn't want them to watch our stories. Mm -hmm. I, we got rid of the Instagram. And so I haven't had that Instagram now for like, we had it for a long, I mean, we had it for 10 years. Um, when you went into it, could you see what girls were looking for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's we could so see fun. the searches. So we would like text each other, like, why are we stalking her? I'm like, I don't know. She's just like, annoying me or something. Or like, what? Like, are you talking to him again? Why are you stalking him? Like, just dip. Like, we would be able to see. That's so fun. I've never had a Finsta. It's not healthy. I haven't had it now for like almost a year. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm like this like pure soul. I don't have a Finsta is the same reason I don't smoke cigarettes because I don't trust myself. Yeah. Because if I started, I would get so no, fucking addicting. into it. I'm the person where, like, I, I do it because I don't trust myself. It was honestly, I feel like it was once I started dating Craig, I was like, I don't even need to stalk anyone. And yeah. you're like, it was boring. So you're a full grown up. <laughs> She's turned 30. She <laughs> turned 30 and I was like, I'm giving up stalking. I have a question. I know it depends on the guy, but mm. your exes who have blocked you. Yeah. Do you think they have finstas or they they have to look at you every now and then? How do you think they do it? Um, or do you think they don't? I think they don't because I think it's too hurtful to see. I think they don't look at me because I was always a person too that like when I was dating them, like the number one thing I would say is like, I'm going to be on TV. Like I know I'm going to be on TV and I probably got annoying about it, mm -hmm. but I literally felt so secure and like I was going to be one day. It was just a matter of time before it happened. So I don't think they would be able to look at it and know that I've made a whole career about t of talking. I do think that people might be listening and be like, guys, I don't know this is healthy, but I do think Taylor Swift, Yeah. you don't think she has a drive of when people hurt her to be like, okay, instead of just hating you and being upset and being sad at the world, I'm going to make millions of dollars. Yeah. And people will be like, oh, she has much money writing about guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's channeling <laughs> yeah. bad energy yeah. and making it good. Yeah. You don't think she fucking loves the fact that that guy has to listen to that song on yeah. the radio in a club. His The girlfriend also, is fucking goes, oh my God, I love this song. Her people is amazing. Incredible. Yeah. 
I also it's Lady Gaga said like I want him to not be able to walk into a bodega without hearing my voice. Yeah. And if that's what drives you, that drives me all day. Because what is life if you're not a little like excited about something? But here's the thing. Um, I hate the term like girl bossed because it's like we're just bosses. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like this past month we have girl bossed a tad hard, a tad too close to the sun. And my boyfriend took two vacations this month. <laughs> And I was like, you're gonna have to start giving him an allowance. I was like, I manifested wrong yet again. Well, wasn't he like, let's hang out? And you're like, babe, I'm, I'm working. working. I was like, I'm working. And he was like, okay, well, I guess like I'll go do stuff. And I was like, absolutely go. And like now he's on these trips, and I'm like, why am I working? And he's not. But then I was like, I wanted this. You, I literally manifested, manifested it for myself. I manifested it for myself too. And it's hard because, okay, in college, they always used to say, as a student athlete, (laughs) life is like a triangle. You have tennis, you have school, and you have your social life. And they said you can never have all three at the same time. Yeah. Which is so fucked up. But if I think about it right now, it's like, I have my work and my friends and my love life. Yep. And I rarely can have all three. At one time. At one time. And I was watching a Blackpink documentary. Do you know who Blackpink is? No. Blackpink! They're a K-pop group. They go, Blackpink! Okay. Do you know who Blackpink is? Wait, is that the guy that died? Absolutely not. Okay. It's four, <laughs> four, like, Korean descent women, but they're from different places. Okay. Oh, my God. Wait, we're going off topic. But in Korea, there's this thing called YG Entertainment where they get kids at like 11 12 13 14 years old and they start training them to be pop stars okay and then they start like voting them off the island it's like american idol but like your life so like each year kids get cut and then by the end they had a girl group of four girls after like four years of training so they're just like professional girls that have like worked alongside each other and they have the best chemistry best sound together best everything and they've created the perfect girl group called oh. blackpink and they're the Wait. first korean group to perform at coachella in 2019 this is giving multi-level marketing screen fully um. <laughs> that's crazy do they do that for other professions i wonder i know in like Korea? It's, for tennis like that's what the russians do like at a very young age they're like training 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 the best ones go to american universe they get scholarships to American. But it's a whole thing. It's so funny because I feel like my parents, like, I feel like my parents never let my brother quit anything and had to do, like, all of these things, and he would hate it, and they would be like, you're going. <laughs> Where, like, then I came along, and I was like, I'm going to quit. And they were like, yeah. And then, like, I think now that I'm as an adult, I'm like, they are probably like, she's not very good. <laughs> like, she can quit. She's... Like, I did gymnastics for five years. I literally can only do a somersault. And they, they're they probably like, yeah, it's a waste of our time and hers. She's not too bright. That was disrespectful to the sport of gymnastics. And then I'm like, but what if I stayed in it and was so good? And they're like, you weren't going to be. Like, you know, so it's like your parents are so real, but also so like, I was like, but I could have been great at they're softball. Like, no, Gary had potential. They're like, no. They're like your skinny little fingers. I remember my brother got into law school, and I was like, maybe I'll go to law school. My mom's never laughed harder in her life. She's <laughs> like, I don't think so. But you said <laughs> I want to be on TV, and they were like, Oh my god, go fight with someone. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, We, we think you can do that. And then that was like the own. Um, they were like, No, you're. This is what you're gonna but do. They get you. But I was joking. Yeah. Blackpink up their tour. They're playing like arenas all over the world. It's crazy. But they were sitting there, and they were like, during this nine month tour, they were like. You actually have no fucking life. Yeah. Because all you're doing is waking up and looking forward to the next show. Yeah. You're not like, what are we going to do today? Should I do some self-care today? Should I talk to a new guy today? Yeah, no. So, and I realized, like, 
when you see people like us like traveling so much we're not like fulfilled and having a tour right we've no. like lost no tons of other parts of our life and i feel so bad because gigglers will send us so many recommendations on like their city and where we should go this one girl wrote out like an entire uh, itinerary, itinerary and it was so sweet and i was like you don't understand like during the five days we're on tour we don't know what's going on in the world we have no connection to the outside <laughs> world it's like we don't know our instagram logins like we haven't seen a feed in days we only know each other we only know each other actually the last tour we went on we had this like unspoken thing because every airport was going a little bit too smoothly like we were getting there before we had to be there we were on time we were more than on time we had time to get drinks the hotels and were close to the yep the- ubers were coming quick like we couldn't talk about it because it was going too well mm-hmm. we don't know what's going it's like we are also like single women and not in terms of like oh we're, we're going cheating. to a bar we're going to talk to a no guy. like you forget you have a relationship i'm like oh yeah craig where are you what have you been doing that's the like- call and i'm like uh, we're going to the hotel. We've got our makeup done. Like, yeah. I don't know where you fit into this. And that's where, like, you have to find the balance and you have to consciously. But, like, people go on tour for nine months. No, I don't know how they do it. I also, after being on tour for literally only five days, <laughs> I don't know how people are on Broadway. No. Like, you're waking up every day. You're doing a full-on performance, sometimes two performances in one day. You're singing so loudly. But you, <laughs> well, they, I don't know how their voices take it. I don't know. But this is the thing: their whole life dream was to be on Broadway. Right. So they've put in so much yeah. time and effort, and they have to be so intense and special to get there. That once they get there, they're like, "This is all I wanted." But then once you get there, that's when people get depressed because they're like, "Wait, I accomplished my dream, yeah. and it's actually like life isn't perfect." No, for sure. I mean, my whole dream my whole life was to be on TV and then yeah. I got on TV and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a damn second. This is the thing. <laughs> Just cause your external things change internally, you actually don't change. Like you're literally, well, some people do change. They become assholes. Yeah. But like, you're still the same page with her same, like little nuances of yeah. things you worry about. Yeah. Or- I didn't realize I had anxiety as a child. Neither did I. Until I got older, my biggest fear in high school was that I was going to get pregnant and I was going to disgrace my family. Oh, so you have real anxiety. So I would have such anxiety. I wasn't even having sex. No, no. You're <laughs> and like- I was like, no, I am the next Virgin Mary. I just fucking know it. My mom's going to be you're so You're like, I want to be on TV, but not 16 or pregnant. Yeah, literally, that show came out and I was like, <gasps> everybody stop. And then I remember like when I did lose my virginity, like my junior year of high school, I was a fucking wreck like I remember coming home from school one day and I fell asleep at like 6 p.m. my mom's like why are you so tired I had beaten my brain down (laughs) so much that I was pregnant in like this first time losing my virginity I could I had a prayer that I wrote out on a note card and I would stick it under my mattress and I would say it every night like praying like please I don't want to get pregnant in high school I don't I like put myself in a whole tizzy. I never even told my mom that because she'd be like, well, this is why you shouldn't be having sex in high school. Watch your mom actually was reading all the notes and writing back. (laughs) She's like, you are dirty. You are going to hell. When you first made out with a guy where you're like, this is it. His sperm went through my mouth. It's going to find my ovary. When I first made out with a guy, the first time I ever kissed a guy, my girlfriend who was also present told her mom and her mom. You had a threesome the first time. (laughs) (laughs) She was just there. Her mom told my mom like a fucking narc and I got in trouble. And my mom was like, you can't like be kissing boys. 
and from that moment i was like uh but okay i'll I, just focus on outfits yeah i was like but now i like have to <laughs> to start i've never forgiven that mom i've never forgiven that no mom. what a narc what a narc we were in eighth grade everyone was kissing yeah my one friend was giving blowjobs okay and we i all had that yeah, one and i was like wait what and honestly you were so scared for her i was so scared for her i was like <laughs> i think you can get pregnant that way yeah. <laughs> like first if my sources are correct you're pregnant was your first kiss good yeah, I remember him. His name is Austin Bierman. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to was know he what he's cute? doing now. The cutest. I mean, still probably to this day, still probably cute, but definitely the cutest. In Did our you guys school. use tongue? No, we were like no. See, the first time I kissed was tongue, and it was the grossest experience. Yeah. I felt like someone put an oyster in my mouth, yeah. and I was just like mixing it around my Gross. mouth. So disgusting, and then. We ki- we kissed in the hallway. This was like at a tennis academy, mm-hmm. and we ki- that we had a plan. We're gonna kiss that night, so we yeah. kiss, and then I go thank you, and then I turned around and went back in the bedroom, look at myself in the mirror, and I was like, you slut. yeah, you okay, because there's slut. such shame. Like you're born with such sexual so shame pure. as a woman because your mom was taught that like sex was bad her mom was taught like sex was bad I you have to be a virgin 11 times that night i was like get yeah. this gross even man like, off me even in my 20s like i would sleep with someone and then the next day i'd be like i'm disgusting but like not really literally like, no. no you were not him yeah he's disgusting I mean, most of the time they are disgusting. No, I, did the, get yeah, I, once. I have gotten an I've never given yeah, chlamydia. Yeah, I've only gotten <laughs> it. Okay? I've treated it once I got it. Whether you need to buy or sell, or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale, Redfin's got you covered. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes so that you can see new homes first. And they give you personalized recommendations based on the homes you like. So you can find the home that's just right for you, whether it's a cabin, a craftsman, or a castle. With the top-rated Redfin app, you can favorite homes, share listings with others, and schedule tours, even the same day. With a local Redfin agent who can help guide you through the whole home buying process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents have the experience to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards what matters the most to you, like your next home. In fact, last year, Redfin saved home sellers $127 million. So no matter where you are in your real estate, journey redfin can help download the redfin app to get started today mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars from mom to grandma we have something to celebrate every mom in your life every mom deserves a moonpig card Get 50% off your first card at moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. <laughs> I went to a high school, uh, no, a high school, a college. I'm yes. not going to name the college. And I like to ask, I do like stand up and I ask the kids, like, are there any athletes here? And they'll be like a football player, there's a hockey guy. And yeah. I always say, like, the one thing my mom always said to me, because she went to Cornell, she was like, stay away from the hockey guys. They're older th- than everyone. Oh, okay. Because they go to these like pre junior yes. colleges. So they're like 25 and everyone yeah. else is like 18. <laughs> they have like full chest hair. Yeah. And so they 
and they've been like fucking since they were 11 yep and they're all just that whatever they're it's like they're gross and they have no teeth they have concussions i have the hiccups and (laughs) wait this is my neighbor to have the hiccups during a podcast (laughs) you just scared them out of me (laughs) (laughs) i'm expecting have you ever gotten the hiccups during like an exam and everyone's quiet and you're just like yeah so i said to everyone i go don't hook up with the hockey guys you will get chlamydia yeah and this is just an off side note like it wasn't like a huge joke mm-hmm. the place starts erupting erupting so for a second i'm like am i the funniest person in the world and then i was like i do this i've said it before and yeah. i've never gotten that reaction so i'm like mm, something's weird continue get off stage they go hannah there was a f- it was like a small college they were like we had a full chlamydia outbreak <gasps> that started they tracked down from the hockey team Oh and my almost god! Almost every person at the college had chlamydia for like a couple. Wait, months. that happened when I was in college too. <gasps> really? Way worse. What happened? It was a herpes outbreak. No! Yes, and everyone was getting herpes. This was actually my friend's college. I didn't even go to this college. They tracked it back to the basketball team. Of course. Of course. Of course. But that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, in movies um, and like TV shows, when someone gets an STD, they're like, the doctor's like, okay, you have to tell all your sexual partners. Has anyone ever done that in their entire life? Like, seriously, has anyone ever done that in their entire life? Because I know that I have slept with probably some of the grossest people in New York City, <laughs> and never one time have I ever gotten a call from them. Like, and I know that no, they. No, that's. I was put in a pickle. I might have told this story before, but I had. Was stopping hooking up with someone and starting hooking up with someone new yeah and i but i wasn't like fully done with the first person yeah i still like that person but i saw potential in this new person and then the old person calls me and said i it hurts when i pee i have i think i have chlamydia and then he basically was like i think you gave it to me (gasps) no but then i had to tell the new guy I think I have chlamydia. Tell me you didn't even have it. I don't even know. Yeah. Because these boys are multi-level marketing Feral. scheme with their chlamydia. Yep. But I was in a pickle where I was like, I love saying pickle. Do I tell the new guy? Like, imagine you're newly with a guy yes. and you're like, I just got yes. a call. I think I might have chlamydia. Yes. But then this guy was telling me it was me. And I was like, but the only guy I'm fucking is that. So did that guy give me chlamydia? Yeah. So um, that's just dating in New York. No, that literally is just dating. Yeah. I feel like there is such a stigma of, like, people getting certain STDs. And there are, like, some that are worse than others. But here's the craziest part. How the men have lucked out again is, like, sometimes a guy will have something and he won't know because there's no No symptoms symptoms for a guy. No symptoms. And then you have sex with them and then you're like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And then if you say something to them, they're like, well, I don't feel anything. You're fighting for your life while he's just... He's coming. He's coming. Yeah. He's orgasming. He's coming. I do think also chlamydia is like, it's so easy to take care of. Yeah. It's basically like a bacterial But infection. let's be honest. it's There's nothing to be weird about. Because like, you know, when you first start seeing someone and you're hooking up with them. Yeah. You have to hook, you hook up with guys before you're official. Right. Let's be honest. This isn't the 1920s. Right. You don't have to get married to have sex. Right. So when you're in that early time, it's like, yeah, you're supposed to use a condom. Let's be honest. We don't always use a condom. Right. So there's that initial period where you can't tell them to not to hook up with people. Yeah. Because you want to hook up with other people, too. You know what's crazy, too, is when you're younger, because I feel like I went to, like, all Catholic schools, all girls high school, you're taught that, like, the biggest problem is if you get pregnant. They don't teach you, like, 
you're going to get to college. You're going to get in your 20s. It's going to start burning when you pee. Here's what you should do. Here's what it is. They never say it. Why do we know the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem? You know, it was like, I, I now like looking back, I'm, it's so funny to think like, okay, what are you going to say to your daughter? There are certain, sometimes I'll get in situations and I'll be like, okay, one day I'm going to have to teach this to my children. Mm-hmm. What am I going to say? I want to take it like the European wine approach. <laughs> you know how like in Europe people are not blacking out because early on they were like, right. you could drink, you could not drink, no one gives a fuck. But if right. you grow up being like, do not drink that right. horrible devil's blood. Right. And then the second they're 13, they're in a farm fucking blacking out. Did you see John Mulaney has a new stand up and he says, like I, my family had the European approach and we could like try alcohol at six years old he was like that's the only thing in our household that was European we never even went to Europe yeah. like that was European wait John Mulaney's special I thought it was amazing I do have to say the first five minutes I was not Nervous. into it yeah because he was making this joke about like how he wished his grandparents would die to get attention in school. Yes, and I'm that like was sensitive about that you. stuff. You didn't my, like that. my papa just passed away. No. I was just not. Papa passed away a year I ago. I turned it off. <laughs> no, no, and it's all. And I love Papa and forever rest his soul. <laughs> and I am sure he's here right no, I'll now. Cry so about it right proud now. Of I'll you. cry about it right now. Do not bring it up. How dare you bring up? You brought it up. I brought it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, your grandma died. Yeah, two years ago. But you were very close. I'll never get over it. No, I'll no, never get over I get it. it. I'm not over my one grandma's death from oh. college. Oh, you liked that one the best. Yeah, it was my mom's mom. Yeah. Okay, so he's doing the stand-up. That was, that was a weird tangent. <laughs> that was weird. It got dark. So Fuck you and your dead grandparents. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to Grandpa Jerry. You're the reason I love comedy. He used to make jokes at the dinner table, but anyway. I'll get through this. I'll get through oh, this in spite of you. The man was 95. He lived a great <laughs> he long lived life. an amazing life. Do you remember when that guy came up to me in Ohio as my grandpa reincarnated? And me- okay. No, I know. So, <laughs> Tough time for all of us. How dare you? Um, <laughs> so I'll bring a list of I did not like the first time I saw a special to the point yeah. that I turned it off. No way. I was, I was like, this yeah. isn't good. You tell me it's out. Dez says he read an article that it was good. And I yeah. say, you know what? Give it a, I'm going to learn and go. grow, and I'm going to try this again because I think that I was too judgy. Yeah. But I realized the first 10 minutes is him just, like, warming up the crowd. Yeah. And then it cuts to the intro, and then he goes, let's get into it. This was the most raw, real, vulnerable shit I've ever seen John Mulaney do. In. I think also one of his funniest stand-ups. And I've wa- I've You lo- always loved I've him. I've always loved John Mulaney. I have watched every single one of his stand-ups. I've gone to see him perform live. Like I just always thought he was so good. And when all of this happened to him, I just couldn't believe because in his stand-ups he does come off as very like waspy. We're from Newport, yep. we're from Rhode Island, like he's all clean this- cut. Yep. He is smart. He has his shit together. Yes. I never related to him because yep. I was like, I'm not a clean cut white dude. Yep. And I actually never really like I was never really a fan. I didn't yeah. not like him, but I was never obsessed. Yep. And you messaged me like it's out and I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. He no he, he spoke, uh, well, he loves name dropping, but how, in the funniest way. Yes, how funny was he? Intervention. The intervention was amazing. When he said it was the most insane lineup, <laughs> he was like, you guys, the lineup was He was like, and they didn't say one, one funny thing the whole time. He goes, imagine Nick Crow looking at you and just being like, you need to get God, better. Yeah. <laughs> or when he was actually in rehab and he was like, I was nervous. Everyone was going to know who I was. And he was like, and then a new fear set in. 
that not one person knew who he was. That was so honest of him to so say. So honest. Do you know what was bananas? That I was mad. That no that one recognized did not recognize me. me. And no celebrity would ever admit that. Yeah. But that's definitely something they think you, when they that, go to rehab. Like, oh, everyone's, everyone's going to know gonna me. Like, oh. And then he said he put like a newspaper <laughs> out and he was like, is that me? Is that, did anyone see that? Hey, Steve, over there. And Steve's like, shut the fuck up, John. <laughs> or when they were like, what do you do for a living? And he was like, a stand-up comedian. And the guy was like, you make money from that? <laughs> <laughs> no. And then he talks like about everything he was addicted to, like all the drugs. Yeah. And then he goes into this whole bit about, what it's like to be a junkie like he literally yeah i do think part of your healing you you aren't immediately supposed to be like how can i make this funny and make money off of it but it was probably a little therapeutic for him to yeah. say like this is me and he even had a point where he was like cancel me like, yeah and it has been three three years like it's not like he just got out of rehab like he yeah. went in 2020 it's now like 2023. <laughs> he was. He goes. I was two hours late to my intervention, so people were already mad, and then they were like mad, mad. <laughs> he was like, "You guys should have told me you had cocaine. I would have been here early." Like, no, I thought it was so good. I thought it was just. I, I do want his wife though, like his ex-wife, to come out and say anything, just because in all of his previous stand-ups, she was a big part of like his mm. set like mm. he would do a whole thing about her and, and now so, he's a baby with olivia Munn. and now he's with olivia Munn. wait is he with her yeah i thought they broke up no they're together they're together and they have a baby yeah wow so it's like i feel bad for the ex-wife because it's like okay i was with you through all of this i watched your career grow you then fell into like a hard time i was there when you were addicted to dr obviously she was there at least in the beginning yeah and then she is done with him they get divorced he goes to rehab he comes out like this new man he's now making so much money from this stand-up he has a new hot like girlfriend they have a child like i just wonder how pissed i would be fucking livid that's when girl we gotta do some open mics you need a netflix special girl no <laughs> she need needs a netflix you. yeah i would love to have like an interview imagine we had her on giggly squad <laughs> I just wonder what like her what she's thinking like is she done being mad is she still mad like honestly she's probably like thank god I'm not involved in that anymore right because you know like sometimes you break, 10 you break up with someone and then like they get like a new hot girlfriend yeah. and you said it to me the other night you were like but you know what it's like dating him so, I like, always is say she really having fun it's so much harder getting over a situationship than a 10-year relationship the 10-year yes. relationship you're like I'm been I'm out tired. of this I'm mentally tired. for four years I'm so no. over you I can't even look at your face or situationship you're like I don't even know who he is and what could have been no I've literally never cried over a breakup no and someone I've dated for two weeks I'll obsess over them for a for year. year like I just got over someone <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we literally we didn't, didn't get through any of our notes. Any of our notes, but we're going to hit it next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> so make sure. Also, if you're enjoying Giggly Squad, leave us a review. It means the world to us. We have shows coming up in Denver, Denver, Phoenix, San, Phoenix and San, San Diego. Diego. Some of it sold out. Huntington, Chicago, Chicago, Philly. We haven't gone back to Philly in, since our first ever live. When someone like broke their leg. Broke a collarbone. <laughs> <laughs> She just recovered and now she's going to break another bone. <laughs> the doctor's like, no, Jesus. No, literally, that's a bad break. Your fucking collarbone. Oh, God. The gigglers are wild. Um, 
But thank you so much for giggling with us. We love you and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>